All right, welcome to another podcast um, of nonprofit marketing. This is Brunson Smith here with you again. All right, so last time I told you a bit of my story, and and today I really want to get into the customer journey. Um, it's something we talk a lot about in the marketing world, and it's something we kind of will get into a little bit on. It, you can't really create loyal donors unless you understand them. You have to really be super deliberate about what they're going through, what they're experiencing, how things are working for them if you want to really have good success. So first thing that really I think is is just super critical is to understand exactly what, um, I guess, where, where they're starting, right? What are they feeling initially and what do they need to feel to be part of be part of whatever it is that you're, you're providing. So um, the, the first step to that is who is your ideal customer? Who is your ideal donor? So um, a very classic problem that we make in the world of business. And I, I've noticed that people also make in the world of um, the nonprofits is that we just kind of take anybody. We're like, Oh yeah, just anybody that anybody that's willing to donate is great. And I, I can see where that would, how that would, how this might seem controversial, but that's not really what you want. You want to be very deliberate about who you are working with. You want to be around certain kinds of people. For example, depending on your business model, you may not want someone who donates the occasional $5. You may want someone who's like, no, he donates a consistent $1,000 like this every, you know, whatever, in whatever case. And being highly deliberate about who you're targeting and who you want to be part of your movement and the kind of people that you want around your movement, um, that's just, it's just critical. So um, a, a really good method in order to really understand your audience and to really kind of get inside the minds or in try, getting inside the mind of your ideal customer is really uh, paint the picture. Say, okay, what are their, like literally I, I, I pick a name. So you might say, okay, yeah, the name is Maria and she is 45 years old. She lives in a, you know, she's, she's from a mid to high income level. Um, she likes yoga and she likes, you know, she eats this kind of diet and she lives in this kind of home. I mean, you really kind of, you want to get highly specific and highly deliberate and essentially create a, what we call a, t- a target avatar. Um, your, your perfect client, the one who's going to be like, yeah, this is like, this would be the perfect, most ideal client that we could have granted. And of course that's where I'm not being, I'm not being delusional in the sense that I understand that yes, you're going to have different clients and they're all going to be Maria, but being super specific about who your perfect client would be will really help you down the road as you are trying to figure out, okay, who do I want to send ads to and how do I create the ads? So um, when you're creating a message, you say, okay, this message is for Maria, right? Because she is your perfect client. And you're going to say things that will connect with her that maybe won't connect with a 26-year-old um, law student, right? So being able to really focus in on that and really pin that down We'll make a, we'll just make a world of difference for you. Um, so once you have kind of your ideal customer, you need to figure out what Maria needs to feel before she is going to donate. Often we think that, um, and this is something that makes more sense in the world of donation and the world of nonprofit than in the, uh, than the traditional business world. But often people think I need to have a logical reason on why they need to buy. I need to, I need to make sure that it makes sense to their brain and everything's be charted out and there's be all these demographics and stats and numbers and then the, they'll 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 donate. People often, I mean, I'd say almost never make a very logical buying decision. They think they do. But in reality, it's pretty much almost entirely emotional. What'll make them stick 
What makes them stay with the program is the logical base as well. But initially, people need to feel something before they're going to purchase anything. So Maria is living her life, and, and if she's your ideal, your ideal donor, you know that she's got a good heart. She really is a believer in, um, let's just say that you, that you own a nonprofit um, that teaches people how to garden, right? I have, I have a friend that does that. Um, and you're saying, okay, so Maria, she knows that nutrition is super important. Maria lives a healthy lifestyle. Maria does this and this and this. And right now she has a good heart and she's kind of a little bit maybe unaware of how the world suffers around her, possibly. Maybe that's what you're looking for. And you're saying, okay, so what, did she, what does Maria need to feel in order to be a loyal supporter of, of our mission? And so first you're kind of go, okay, she's going to need to understand what we have seen which is coming back to why the power of story is so important. When you tell your story and you get it in front of Maria and you say, here's the journey that I went through. Here's what I saw. I showed up in Ghana and this is what happened. She's going to immediately connect with that and say, oh, wow, like, I didn't understand the suffering was there. Or, I didn't understand that was a need. I understand this was going on. I, did, I, I didn't know. And then she's going to go through your journey with you. As you tell your story, she's going to be going through that story. Human beings are so just incredibly unique. Um, there's a book out that, that was quite interesting. I haven't finished it, but it's called um, Sapiens. And, and they talk about how really the dividing difference between what made us probably take over the Neanderthal populations initially was that, that we began to believe, we, we were able to associate with stories. If you think about it, it's a truly human, human element that we have that we can, we can hear a story and go, like, and, and we can be there. When a story is well told, you literally experience the emotions of the person who is I mean, the, of the story. So you, it's, it's as if you were there. It's amazing the capacity we have as human beings. And it's really something that's power. It's a powerful tool that you can take someone on a journey that's so real and so potent. And they're going to feel everything that you felt. Now, that's what you're trying to create for Maria is I want her to feel what I felt. Because if she feels what I felt, she will donate and will be part of this the way that I am. Um, now that's kind of, that's kind of the basics of, of how you're going to get out there. So, um, the next things you have to understand is we're going into the logic base now, right? Once someone feels something, they're going to have immediate doubts. Maria has just heard your story about how you went to Ghana and how you found out that there was a massive need for nutrition. It was causing all these problems and how people are unable to go to school because they need to work all the time. And, and we just go through this whole, you're, She's experiencing this with you. She's going to have a few immediate fears. Number one is, can I trust this company? A big portion of, 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 of what's going to determine that is her seeing your face in a video or hearing your voice in a podcast. But honestly, there's very few things that compare to seeing someone in a video and seeing their face expressions, we, we associate that with trust. People don't really trust you based on even your ideas sometimes. They'll, they'll trust you based on previous instincts. And a lot of that comes from a face-to-face -face interaction. That's very common with people. They won't trust anyone until they've actually met them face-to-face. -face. Okay, now, now I know this person is, is honest and this is someone I can trust, something I can get behind. So you need to figure out what are Maria's doubts going to be. Um, to name a few that I think are very possible, she's going to have doubts about your integrity as a person and as a company. She's going to have doubts about is the money being used the way they say it's being used or 
where is the money going? And maybe that's something you actually have to address to say, hey, here, here's how money comes in. This is exactly what we do with it. Um, she might need to um, believe that there's actually a long-term difference that's being made. She might need to believe that um, that it's sustainable, that you're not just like, you know, throwing a Band-Aid on a, on a problem, but in fact, you're actually curing a problem. Um, she might need more visual evidence of that. And so you need to go through and chart out all of her, all of her doubts and all of her concerns and say, what are the likely things that will pop into her mind and say, oh, it sounds cool, but I don't know if I can trust the money. It sounds cool, but I don't know if I can afford this. It sounds cool, but, you know, and you go through all of all the different things. And so, for example, if she says, yeah, it's, it's cool. I just don't know if I can really um, do this right now. How are you going to overcome that? How are you going to create an urgency that she's going to need to be like, okay, I need to donate right now. Um, a lot of people that do the the um, reoccurring the, the Netflix model of, of donation, and maybe that's one way you can do it and say, "Hey, start right now," and um, maybe we'll we'll send you a shirt, or I, I don't know, whatever whatever it is that will make them kind of say, "Oh, okay, I need to do this right now. I just need to sign up right now. Get this ten dollars a month in, or whatever, um, and be involved." Um, go through all of her doubts, and then each doubt individually. Work through how are you going to overcome that doubt? Just like you would if someone were to ask you these questions in face to face. You know, like let's say that let's say the owner name. You know, let's say that I own a profit. Like, so Brunson, you know, I, I like I like what you're talking about, but I just don't feel like it's something that I can afford right now to help. And then I say, okay, you know what? I get it. You you feel like money's tight and you've got to take care of your family or whatever. Um, how much how much a month are you spending on on coffee? You know, when you go to Starbucks, like, oh, you know, I go to Starbucks two, three times a week. Okay. What, $4 each time? Yeah, maybe five. I get like a muffin. Okay. What if you were to just go just once a week? What would that look like for you? Is that something you feel like you could do just to help these people? And then you break down the numbers and say, yeah, so if you were to donate $10 a month over one year, that's going to be $120 and that's going to do this for this kind of person. Is Again, like what I'm doing is I'm getting inside their mind and saying, okay, this is what you're struggling with. These are the doubts that you have. Let's work through each one of those doubts individually. Does it make sense? So um, once you do that, go through all those individual um, points and really figure out their doubts. Um, and then lastly, you need to figure out once they donate, what what kind of doubts are they going to have about keep don- about um, continuing to donate? Are they going to have a positive experience? What do they need to feel after they donate? to continue to want to donate. You need to really get inside the mind of your customer here or inside the mind of your donor here and just kind of figure out, okay, what are they really experiencing and what will they experience? Um, and once you can do that, you're going to really be well on your way to understand your customer and really being able to craft products. Later down, we're going to be talking about how we actually create messages that will stand out to them. Um, but for now, that's kind of the first step. Figure out who your target client is figure out what they need to feel in order to truly experience that, that rich donating experience. So um, with that in mind, all the best of luck out there to you. Um, um, just keep digging in, keep going strong and know that you're actually often a lot closer to the, the place you want to be than, than you think you are. Often we're so close um, and success is often right around the corner of frustration and difficulty and I just I know from talking to to a lot of a lot of nonprofit donor uh, owners that it's discouraging sometimes. Sometimes you feel like, man, I'm just I just I can't quite make this happen. Don't worry about it. Things will get better. Things will kind of 
things have a way of working themselves out. So with that in mind, all the best of luck to you. We will see you next time.